Gonzaga 74 and BYU 54 is our final score. Zags shoot 47%, BYU 36. Zags 44 from three, Zag, uh, Cougars 32. The Zags made 86% of their free throws, BYU 80. Rebounds 41-33 in the Zags' favor. BYU led in scoring by Yoli Childs 20. Elijah Bryant 11, Peyton Dastrup 11. Tyler T.J. Haas had just four, then twos for Hardnett, Bergerson, Cannon, and Nixon. 22 for Tilly, 17 Norvell, 11 Perkins, 10 Williams, 6 Melson, 4 Hachimura, 2s for Jones and Kispert. Gonzaga led for 32 minutes of the 40. BYU led for 4 minutes and change. Our new skin data discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what do you discover in tonight's box score? Well, I think the problem, obviously, is second half. I mean, when Peyton Dastrup is scoring more points than Yoli, TJ, and Elijah combined in the second half, that's not good against a team like Gonzaga. Listen, Gonzaga is really, really good. It's like Greg Rubel running the mile against Roger Bannister. Maybe the first couple hundred yards, he's right there with Roger, and then he just takes off, and BYU needs to find a way to get more athletic, uh, more horses to, to be able to compete long-term. They've shown they can compete in spurts, even almost an entire game up at Gonzaga. But the athleticism and the skill eventually wears you down and got the best of BYU tonight. Jason Shepard, Cougar Post Game Live, coming up next. Zag 74, BYU 54 in the WCC Tournament title game here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Your final tonight from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, 74-54. Gonzaga winning the WCC championship over the BYU Cougars. Again, 74-54, the final score. We'll get you back down to the Orleans Arena coming up in just a few minutes. Cougars on their way to the NIT. Should know exactly where and who they are playing coming up on Sunday night. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, let's get to some other scores, other conference tournaments underway. We'll start in the ACC First round action today. Three finals already in the books. Boston College defeating Georgia Tech 87-77. to Former Cougar Jordan Chapman with 13 points in the win for BC. Notre Dame defeats Pitt by three, 67-64 the final there. And Syracuse on top of Wake Forest, 73-64. In the big sky, Southern Utah gets the win over Idaho State, 76-68 in that game. Former Cougar Jamal Eights, 5 of 10 from the floor, finishing with 10 points in the win for the T-Birds. Again, that final score is 76-68. Elsewhere in the Big Sky, Northern Colorado defeats Northern Arizona, 82-59. In North Dakota, tops Montana State, 76-74. In the MEAC, this game's still going on. Six minutes to go in the second half. It is Morgan State leading South Carolina State 72-68. couple of finals. Florida A&M defeats Howard 88-78. And North Carolina Central, I know we're all following that one, defeats Coppin State 60-48. And in the SWAC, games right now. 
nearing the end of this one. One minute to go. It is Jackson State leading Southern, 58-54. Three minutes to go in the second half. Texas Southern leading Alabama State, 80-64. Alcorn State trailing at Prairie View A&M. It is 60-54 in favor of Prairie View A&M. And Arkansas Pine Bluff defeats Mississippi Valley State, 77-73. Coming up on the other side, we'll jump from college to the pros. We'll look in on the night in the NBA. BYU falls to Gonzaga in the championship game. 74-54, the Zags defeat the BYU Cougars. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Gonzaga defeats BYU by 20, 74-54. The final from the Orleans Arena. The Gonzaga Bulldogs on their way to the NCAA Tournament. Cougars likely headed to the NIT. Should know who they're playing and where they're playing coming up on Sunday night. To the National Basketball Association. Four minutes and 55 seconds to go in the second quarter. Portland Trailblazers leading the New York Knicks 47-39 to in Oakland. Golden State with a 23-14 lead over the Brooklyn Nets. Pelicans leading at the Clippers in L.A. 30-22. to That game in the first quarter. A final 76ers defeat the Charlotte Hornets 128-114. to The Raptors... Winning at home over the Atlanta Hawks, 106-90. In overtime, the Wizards get the home win over the Miami Heat, 117-113. One of the biggest games of the day is in OKC. The Rockets defeat the Thunder, 122-112. James Harden in that win, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 11 assists in a loss. Russell Westbrook, 32 points, 4 rebounds, and 7 assists. And definitely a shocker. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Denver Nuggets. That game played in Dallas, 118-107. The final score, former Cougar Kyle Collinsworth played 13 minutes, did not score, but pulled down three rebounds. That is going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Orleans Arena. Greg and Mark will have post-game press conference sound from the podium from uh, head coach Dave Rose as well as the players. That's all coming up next. Your final from Las Vegas, Gonzaga defeats BYU 74-54. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside here to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. Coming up, we'll go live to the press conference room where Dave Rose and BYU players will speak to the media, and then we'll have Coach Rose joining us courtside for a few closing comments from Las Vegas before the Cougars head back home and get ready to uh, wait for what's next. It'll be Peyton Dastrup and Elijah Bryant in the uh, press conference room. Uh, They'll start in the next uh, few minutes, and so we'll take a break before we do head to the press conference room. But, uh, Mark, uh, the scene we're seeing in front of us unfold here, uh, the Zags receiving their trophy and their plaques, and they're at the uh, net right now cutting down another championship net. We've seen this a lot here in Las Vegas, and and, uh, fans here in Las Vegas and every other tournament site have seen this scene repeated many, many, many years over the years. 
Gonzaga dominates the West Coast Conference like Kansas dominates the Big 12, but maybe not even Kansas does it to the extent Gonzaga does in this league. It is remarkable what Gonzaga does. And let's remember the pre-game interview with Brian Michelson of Gonzaga. He himself said, you'd think, you know, because they're making their 21st appearance in the, in the tournament title game. He said, you'd think over 21 years there's an off night. There's an injury. There's an upset. Something happens where you don't get to the title game, let alone win it as many times as they have. But every year they are here, and most years they're doing what we see right now, cutting down of nets. Yeah, they've dominated Vegas more than the Cirque du Soleil has. and I mean, this is their town. And The question then is, Greg, well, I don't know, has it been seven years in the conference? Uh, seven seasons, yeah. So seven years, and it's the same old story, and we're watching it again here, and... BYU does a good job, and they get to the championship, and they get drilled, and we've seen that story before. So the question is, Gonzaga's probably not going anywhere. I don't know if Coach Few has any, uh, uh, you know, aspirations to go to Duke or what. I don't know. I think he's there to stay. He's got a great staff, and transfers no. If I go to Gonzaga, that's a great landing spot for me, and they can get me to the NBA. So they're going to have that pipeline. So the question is, what, if anything, can BYU do to close that gap, to be better? I, I know BYU has, has beaten Gonzaga here and there, and it's been fun and impressive, but not consistent consistent wins, and especially not in the tournament. So th- that's the real question. Can is, is, is it even possible for BYU to do that? Well, one thing they need to do is get consistency on their roster and get old together and not have guys go pro uh, thinking they're going to go pro <laughs> and not have guys get injured or look for greener pastures. And you got to find a way to stick guys together so you're like a St. Mary's where you, you have senior leadership and guys that know each other. And that's really your only chance to compete against a team like Gonzaga is to have experience and, and good unity and, and older guys together. And then the, basically, I mean, you can, you're going to have to get better players. BYU's shooting paucity, I guess you would say, from three this year has been really, really disappointing. They've got to shoot well from the three. They're never going to have, to me, the athletes at, at Gonzaga. But you ought to be able to get some shooters. And when you're relying on Peyton Dastrup and Yoli Childs to be your shooters, that's not good enough. And whether it's TJ and those guys getting better this summer shooting threes or getting some guys that can shoot it, that's got to change. But there's, uh, that's the, I mean, we can talk, that's that's an argument for another day. Uh, it was a fun tournament. What a great win against St. Mary's. BYU was playing really, really good. That's part of the disappointment. But uh, they've got more basketball to play, I hope. And I like where they're at. Now, you, obviously, Gonzaga is a, <laughs> is a, it's something you throw out there that it's hard to justify what you see. But other than that, BYU's playing really, really good. And, uh, and, and I, you know, I hope that the NIT comes calling. I'm, I, I, I'm happy to go to the NIT, and I want BYU not just to make the NIT, but take it seriously and really get after it and win a couple games because that makes it fun. BYU's press conference audio will be coming your way next live from the press conference room here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Zags win at 74-54. More from Vegas next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gonzaga 74 and BYU 54 is our final score in the WCC tournament title game. We'll be having uh, BYU coach and player 
podium comments from the press conference room just uh, moments from now as the Cougars are making their way into the room and we'll hear from them in their entirety and then after a break we'll have uh, Coach Dave Rose joining us here courtside on the headset with Mark Durant and me. A few more box score notes before we get to the live press conference here at the Orleans. BYU which played so well in points in the paint last night in beating St. Mary's was a uh, disadvantaged in that department tonight, at least the negative side of the ledger. 30-24, to 24, Zags plus 4, uh, make it plus 6 points in the paint. Zags plus 3 in points off of turnovers. Zags plus 6 in second chance points. Zags plus 2 in fast break points. And BYU, because of uh, the strong play from Peyton Dasher, particularly uh, after uh, halftime, led the bench scoring 17-8. Now to the press conference room, BYU head coach Dave Rose and players Dalton, I mean, uh, Peyton Dastrup and Elijah Bryant. Congratulations to, to Mark and, and his team. I think they uh, um, obviously had a tremendous tournament, and tonight they were, um, you know, they, they were a handful for us. I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our guys and, you know, how we competed early in the game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough when, when, you know, games get uh, kind of one-sided that way, but... Uh, from top to bottom, our guys kind of showed what they are and hung in there and actually made a run and came back and, uh, you know, never challenged the game, but actually uh, changed the momentum of the game, which, you know, is is really tough to do against a team that gets it going like that. So congratulations to them. Wish them the best of luck in the NCAA tournament. And uh, with that, we'll take any questions. Take questions from media members. If you have it, please let us know your name and your affiliation before you ask your question. And we'd like to start with questions for student-athletes first, please. We'll start right over here. And then we'll go back a row. In the first half... Oh, and I apologize. Brittany Copeland, KSL. Thank you. In the first half, the game was tied at 27. Then the Zags went on a 11-2 run. That seemed to be where everything changed. What changed for you guys out there on the court? I think... Like our coaches said, you attribute to a really great team. Uh, we had a lot of confidence going in that we were going to be really connected defensively. And for the first 17, 18 minutes, we were. It was a battle. It was back and forth. There, there were runs made where both teams were really competitive offensively and defensively. And they seemed to flip a flip a switch and and be able to to create some some havoc on uh, the defensive end for them while we were running our offense and their length. Uh, kind of disturbed us a little bit. I think it, it affected our defensive transition, which allowed them to get some run um, before we were able to set our defense, and that's kind of what created the lead. Uh, and then they never looked back, and so that's pretty much pretty much what I saw. Additional questions for student athletes? John. Uh, John Crumpecker, West Coast Conference Sports for uh, Elijah. Um, from your perspective, being on the court, when Gonzaga made that tremendous run, I think at one point I ended up 40 to eight. What, I mean, what was that like, and how did they, how did they accomplish such a stunning run like that to put the game away? Yeah, I think they're they're a great team, and um, they have great players over there, and they're really well coached, and they hit a lot of shots. So I think um, that's what led to the 48 run. Other questions for student-athletes in the back? 
Dana Green with KTVX. Elijah, um, such an emotional win uh, last night as well. Was there maybe um, kind of running out of energy maybe towards the end of that first half, or were you guys, I mean, it's tough to play you know, these back-to-back games, especially against two elite opponents. Uh, I don't think there's any excuses for our loss. I think it was, played a good game, and, and we weren't able to hit shots. They hit more shots and got the win. We'll continue to take questions for student-athletes, but also co- questions for Coach Rose as well, if we have them. John? Yeah, for, uh, for Dave, uh, uh, Yoli had 18 points in the first half and only two in the second. Uh, what was Gonzaga doing, if anything, to account for that disparity? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, you, you, he he got the ball in some you know pretty tough spots. We we didn't get the you know the ball to him and the the, the angles where he's really good. Um, you know, he he really played well in this tournament as far as from the perimeter is concerned. Has been uh, I think we've talked about his perimeter game for a long time, and then we really got a chance to see um, you know how how improved he is from from there. Um, but I, I believe that they did have made some, some really good adjustments on him, making it tougher for him to get an angle to score. Uh, Kyle Boniger, ESPN.com. Dave, would you like to make your case for an NCAA tournament bid, or do you think the, the loss seals your guys' fate when it comes to that? Well, uh, you know, as far as... Uh, you know, the NCAA tournament is concerned. I think we've got enough people that uh, are assigned to try to figure out who those 68 teams are. Uh, but I'll just tell you about our team. And I know about this team. And this team is full of character. It's full of heart. It's uh, been through quite a quite an amazing season with the personnel challenges that we've had. And we played most of the season with eight scholarship players. And these guys just kept fighting. And they kept... Uh, believing in themselves and believing in each other. And, you know, you, it's hard to win one game, let alone win 24 games in a season. And so um, I'll go to battle with these guys any day. We'll come over here to Kurt. Over your right shoulder. Kurt, Greg Thorpe, Salt Lake Tribune. So to look at this three-game package, if you will, how do you – go away from Las Vegas feeling, Dave? Well, we knew that, uh, you know, we put ourselves in a situation where uh, the only, you know, really direct route to the NCAA tournament is win all three of them. So we're going to go home a little disappointed, I think. But uh, I think that uh, there's no questions, question at all that this team um, has improved and we continue to improve. And I think we're on a, a, a trajectory to where um, we're going to get better and, and better, and uh, we've had some, you know, personnel issues over the last couple of years that have surprised us a little bit. But uh, I think that we can uh, continue to uh, to get better and compete for you know, championships in this league. BYU head coach Dave Rose and players Peyton Dastrup and Elijah Bryant speaking in the press conference room here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Zag 74, BYU 54 in the WCC tournament title game. And that is the closing comment from Coach Rose. We'll take a break. We'll come back and visit with Dave Courtside as he'll join us on the headset as we conclude our coverage from Las Vegas. Zags win it by 20 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gonzaga 74 and BYU 54 as the Zags win their sixth consecutive WCC Tournament Championship. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. We're joined by the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose, as the Cougars tournament run comes to an end here against Gonzaga in this title game. And Coach Rose, uh, you do applaud the number six team in the country that played like the number six team in the country tonight. Yeah, they did. And, and you know, we battled them pretty good uh, in that first half. Uh, I thought defensively we had a good game plan and um, got them to miss. We rebound most. I mean, I, I think that, you know, we're in a position that if if we uh, could have been a little bit better offensively that we, you know, could have gone into halftime with the lead. Uh, I do think that as we, as we continue to struggle offensively that – uh, the last couple minutes of that half, um, it, it affected our transition defense. And they're so good in, in, in transition. And, you know, especially the last play of the half with Perkins dribbling it all the way down and laying it up. Uh, but we gave up two or three three-point shots in conversion that uh, we I thought we were really good at early, keeping them out of that or, or, or you know, forcing them into tough shots. Um, that's you know that's something that uh, takes a lot of you know a lot of real mental toughness and and discipline to uh, to continue uh, you know to execute those those game plans when you're a little bit tired and you're frustrated because you you can't get the shots that you want and uh, or you, you might, we might be getting the shots that we want but we you know we're not successful with them and and you know we had a a really hard time making baskets in the first half, and I thought for sure it would kind of turn around for us, but it actually got even a little bit worse, you know, to start the start the second half. But uh, a lot of the credit has to go to Gonzaga. This is a, a really good team, and uh, they cause us a lot of problems with their physicality. And uh, and a, a, another thing that I think is really obvious when you play them is they're so confident. It's such a confident group. Um, you know, a group, a handful of guys back from um, a Final Four run playing for the national championship, and you just see them. They don't flinch. They, you know, they might miss three or four shots in a row, and they just don't flinch. The next one's up, and and uh, the balance that they have with, uh, you know, those six or seven guys is, is tremendous. You get six all-league guys, you know, um, uh, on, on your team, and you've got the uh, – a lot of confidence in each other and so that, that, i think that was a um you know a big a big turning point right at the last three or four minutes of that first half when they kind of jumped on us and dave to that extent uh, the game 10 days ago at your place in provo felt similar in that really kind of end of first half start of second half was kind of the span in both games then and tonight in which they kind of put it on you to pull away a little bit yeah and that you know that's a little frustrating because i think our guys were really i mean we're ready for it and uh um you know, but it just, it, you know, it just didn't happen for us. I mean, we, we we shot a few quick shots, but they're all shots that we can make. Yo was really good in the first half for us and kind of carried us and, and got us to that point. Um, and then, you know, then we came out in the second half and they, they just, you know, we turned the ball over and kind of a silly, kind of the way we started the half yesterday. Yep, but yep. Uh, we, we don't get the ball into the post. It goes out of bounds and then they just 
you know, score on us, shoot it, miss it, miss it, rebound it, you know, and score it. And uh, and then and then you know the that that huge run that they put on us, we just had a really difficult time getting the ball in the basket. And once we got it in the basket, then things kind of turned for us a little bit. But uh, by that time, it was really hard to dig out of that hole. Coach, you mentioned Yo. He makes the all-tournament team. Just an amazing uh, performance this week. Uh, even hit six of seven threes. That was kind of impressive. Uh, maybe talk about Yo's progression since he came to BYU and what you might see in the future, uh, your hope for him. Well, he, he continues to get better. And I think, you know, we talk so much about, uh, he, you know, his perimeter game and how it's improved and, uh, you know, his, his ability to, um, to make shots from 10, 12, 15 feet and, uh, he really showed that in this tournament and, and also extended the three-point line. You know, when you think about his high school career, uh, he was mostly kind of an inside guy um, his first two or three years uh, at Bingham. And then his senior year, actually shot the three really well. So I think that that's kind of the trajectory that he's on and he continues to improve. And, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a handful. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, you know, tonight, the second half, we didn't get him the ball in the, the areas where he has angles and can really get to that, um, you know, get to get to the rim and, and, and score. And, he, you know, he has uh, he has a lot of minutes logged, uh, you know, over the not only just the course of this tournament, but over the season. And, and that's something I think we can help him with, uh, you know, as we build the depth of our team. Closing comments from Coach Rose after this break. Gonzaga 74 and BYU 54, our final score in the WCC tournament title game here at the Orleans. More from Coach after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Las Vegas. Uh, BYU falls to Gonzaga tonight by a score of 74-54. Zags punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament, and BYU awaits its next postseason destination. And Coach Dave Rose, there's more basketball left to play. You've been in this spot before where you end your tournament run and have a few days to kind of sit and wait for what's next. But there is a next, and that's a positive thing. We wait, be presumed that there will be. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I, I just, uh, I talked about this, you know, in the in the, the print media as far as just the character of this team and these guys have given a lot and they've been through a lot and uh i think that uh you know with with all the the personnel challenges that this group has had uh and and you know kind of the the ups and downs of of playing time for some guys and uh you know we've had we had so many injuries with uh even you know our practice guys that we had to have a lot of scout a couple of scholarship guys play on the scout team for the last five or six weeks and that's a tough thing to do because they don't get the right preparation you know for the game and uh i just i think there's you know a handful of guys here that are as good a teammates uh, as far as getting through that as anybody we've ever had in our program and so, uh, like I said in there, I'll, I'll go to battle with these guys and go to battle with them anytime because I, I love their their fight. I love their, you know, we got in a tough situation here tonight and it looked like we couldn't make a basket and couldn't, uh, it was just, you know, building on each other. On, 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 and then we, we stopped that momentum, got the momentum back on our side, made a little run, and, and that, that really kind of shows you the character of the team, I think. And one of the guys that uh, changed that for you was Peyton, and he's a team guy, you know, always cheering even when he's not getting minutes, but had a nice second half tonight. W- what are you looking for for Peyton to, to get more minutes in the future, and, and what what 
what, what kind of describe his game and kind of what you envision for him going forward? Well, I think I think Peyton's, you know, uh, and, and he'll tell you this because he he understands it that, uh, you know, he's uh, he, his his continued progress as far as uh, being consistent every day in uh, in in his you know ability to to execute and uh, game plans and you know, but he was one of the guys that you know had had to uh, kind of take that role of. Uh, of being on, you know, the scout team because of, you know, all the injuries to all the guys, and and that's tough to actually get minutes in a game when when you're on the scout team and and not prepping uh, for the game plan. So I, I think that uh, the depth uh, that you know hopefully we can, you know, receive in, in, in our roster in the coming year will really help him and and just get him more reps with the the first group and i think that he continues to get better and better he's improved so much since he's got here and uh as good a team guy as we've ever had so um i look forward to a lot of uh, good things from Pete. coach i know you prefer to let the decision makers do their thing and not have you talk a lot about what they might or might not decide but in this league you've got a team that's going in gonzaga a team that hopes to go to the ncaa's in st mary's but might sweat it out and then byu which is that next team waiting to see what's next how do you see things or uh, expect things to shake out here over the weekend with this league well that's a good question you know uh, you, you know all, all the prognosticators now they assume that you know the best teams are going to win or not the best teams but the teams that have played the best and and finished at the top are going to win in everything and if that happens and you know it looks like st mary's will get in the tournament if that doesn't happen and you get a lot of uh you know uh these these teams you know like the, you know that they will probably get one bid uh but the top bid is probably going to get uh, an invitation if they win or lose and then then you start stealing spots and uh when you start stealing spots then then you, you never know where you you, you fall to so uh, I think we've been pretty, you know, pretty good over the years of just uh, kind of waiting out and, and and see what happens, and you know, then we'll uh, go from there. When you've been in the spot of uh, of to end up in a tournament other than in the NCAA's, you've you've taken advantage of it a lot of times and turned something really uh, special at the end of the year. Yeah, and a lot of that depends, you know, on on uh, on the guys. And like I said, these guys have been through a lot, and it's uh, it's been uh, there's a lot of minutes logged. When you look at just the overall stats from uh, from our team and Gonzaga's team, and we got a lot of thousand plus minutes. They don't have any, <laughs> so uh, there's been a, a, a you know a lot of minutes played, and, and I think these guys have really grown up and uh, had a great had a, a good experience for them. But um, there's better things ahead. I mean, we we we, we got to continue to improve and get better. All right, Coach, uh, we will see you back in town, and we'll wait to see what's next. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Dave Rose, and uh, we'll come back and hear uh, from the Gonzaga side of things a few comments from uh, Coach Few and his players when we come back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Gonzaga wins its sixth consecutive WCC tournament title by defeating BYU 74-54 tonight. A short time ago in the press conference room, Gonzaga head coach Mark Few and players Killian Tilly and Jonathan Williams, both on the all-tournament team, spoke to the press. Tilly was the tournament's most outstanding player. Their comments now. Here is Coach Few. Hey, just an awesome uh, performance by uh, my guys here. They uh, That's probably as good a run as I've ever been a part of in the uh, 28 years I've been at Gonzaga, and definitely as the 20 years or 
I've been his head coach or 19 or whatever the heck it is. Uh, just fantastic defense that led to, uh, you know, great offense where we were sharing it, making quick decisions, moving the ball, finding each other, playing together. And uh, it was just a thing of beauty to see. So, uh, uh, you know, we knew we were going to get uh, BYU's best shot. They came out and really it was, uh, it was tough to find baskets early. It was a really physical game. And, and uh, it was kind of a defensive battle. And then, uh, you know, these guys just turned it up a couple notches and, and uh, really got us going. I thought that was all right. It started with our defense, but then our, our offense really got cranking. And, you know, the way some of these guys are shooting at Killian and uh, Snacks and J3 working inside, uh, uh, well, this is definitely a positive sign for us moving forward. Thank you, Coach. Questions from media members? I'd like to start with questions for student athletes first, please, and let us know your name and affiliation before you ask a question. Start over here with John. Uh, John Krumpecker, West Coast Conference Sports, uh, for Killian. If you had to describe how your team played in one word in French, what would that word be and can you spell it, please? Uh, I'd say uh, ensemble. It means uh, together. Because we, we were all sharing the ball, and, and I think uh, it was great. Uh, we, we played great together, so it was great this tournament. Awesome. Ensemble. E N S E M B L E. Additional questions for student athletes? It's mm. <laughs> a quiet bunch. All right, John. Yeah, uh, for Jonathan, uh, can you do, describe how you went on that, that great run? I think at, uh, at one point, if my public school math is correct, you went on a 40-8 to eight run spanning both halves. Uh, your coach talked about it, but from your perspective, how, how the heck did you do that? Uh, like Coach Reese said, we just started on defense. <clears throat> um, we went like, like a short turn like the prep for this game, but uh, Tommy came up with a great game plan for the defensive end. And we went out there and we just executed. And we know we was going to make shots. Like, that's, that's what we do as a team. We always, like, make shots. So, um, but we just know we just had to get it done on the defensive end. That's what we did. And we followed the game, the game plan that Tommy gave us. And we went out there and ex executed. And we just played extremely hard. And that's what happened. We just made that run. So, Other questions for student athletes? We'll come over to here to Jim in the front. Jim Mayhem, it's spokesman interview for the two big guys. Uh, Yoli's added a little outside game that uh, maybe didn't see earlier, made him tougher early, but you guys got him reeled in in the second half. What'd you all do with him? I can't tell you our game plan, so I don't give out no secrets, so I'm going to let Tilly answer this one. Uh, well, it's all him. You know, J3 did a great job inside, just guarding him, being physical, and he. He struggled all night uh, scoring on, over him, and uh, I think, yeah, that's, that's why uh, he was struggling a little bit. We'll continue to take questions for student athletes, but also for Coach View if you have them. <coughs> Go back here to Will towards the back. Will Moppin, Mid-Major Madness. Coach Few, Yoli Childs had a big game again, but by my count, when Rui Hachimura was the primary defender on him, he was held scoreless. 
and that was a situation quite often during the game. Can you just talk about Rui's development over the course of this year and last year as a defensive player? Yeah, no, Rui's really, really came on on uh, that side of the ball. He's, he's gained a much better understanding of you know, terms and, and you know, what the game plan is, and he's able to go out and execute it. Obviously, he's got such a versatile uh, toolbox that he can you know, move his feet, but he's long enough and strong enough to guard everybody one through five. So uh, uh, he was certainly part of it. J3 is a guy. J3 guarded him for very long stretches, too. We had to change. We had the, we had the wrong ball screen coverage early, and we flipped it after he hit those couple threes, and then uh, that was the key. And, and it, the onus was really on uh, J3 because he had to shore up dribble penetration and hustle his way back, and he did a wonderful job of that. Any other questions for Gonzaga? Go here. Uh, Gilbert Manzano with the Las Vegas Review Journal. You guys were in the National Tire Game last year. Is there like motivation to get back there? No one's really talking about you guys. A question for either coach or the players. Go ahead, guys. I mean, I feel like the hungriest dog hunts best, you know, and we stay on, under the radar. It just make us even more hungrier to get back there, you know. But just you guys take it one game at a time and, uh, you know, just let God lead it away. And then I think everything will take care of itself, but we just got to make sure we follow the game plan, execute the game plan, go out there and uh, practice hard. These next couple of weeks, we got like a, a two-week span off. We just got to make sure we practice hard and take the scouting reports and uh, just, you know, play hard. Come over here to the front. This question is for Mark. You guys are 23-2 and two here at this facility. Tell me what Las Vegas is like, what this facility is like. Does it feel like a, a second home now? Well, I mean, what makes it is the Gonzaga fans. I mean, just flat out. I, I don't know that any of these other tournaments have the feel uh, that this one has. And it's it's they have 100% made this tournament and made it so uh, successful. And they all, I mean, it's circled on everybody's calendar up there and it's planned. and. And uh, it's it's amazing to to walk out there for those starting lineups and just hear the the masses. Uh, it's it's like a home game and and uh, you know just very impressive. And uh, you know we're so uh, in debt to all the people that save up so they can come down here and 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 make it uh, that kind of atmosphere. But yeah, our guys are comfortable down here. They you know they've had. A lot of success, obviously, in this thing. So, I mean, uh, they're able to carry it down the line. And, you know, J3 was able to pass on some of the su success that he's had the last year, even as a red shirt, and down to some of these other guys, new guys coming in. And now it'll be on them to pass it on to the next guys. Last question. We'll go here in the back. Coach, I, I kind of asked this last night, but I'll, I'll rephrase it tonight after you won a title. Does this ever get old? I mean, I'm sure it's it's great, but at the same time, it's every year. How do you keep it going? No, no, it really doesn't. It it, it doesn't at all. And like I said, I mean, to, to have a team play the way those guys played during that run, whether it was 40 to 8 or 19 to 0 or, or 34 to 6, I've heard a bunch of different numbers on it. Um, I mean, it was amazing to sit back as a coach. And, and I mean, that's all you want for your guys is to put it all together like that. And when you can do it on a stage like this, you know, and obviously if we can do it on the next stage, that would be even greater. But 
Uh, it, it doesn't get old. Every team is different. Every journey is different. And I, I, I'm unbelievably proud and, and so happy for these guys and what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, 30 wins is, is a very, very significant milestone in college basketball. Okay, it's, it's hard as hell to get done. And we've done it with uh, Kelly, Olenek, and Elias' year. We did it with Pangos and Bell's year. Uh, we did it last year with the national championship game team and this. So, I mean, that's some pretty steep uh, company. And, uh, I mean, that's, say, that's playing excellent basketball for five months. So uh, these guys are uh, proud of them, and I couldn't be happier for them. So never gets old. All right, Mark Few and the Gonzaga Bulldogs a short time ago here in Las Vegas after the Zags win yet another WCC tournament crown six in a row as they defeat BYU 74-54. That's going to do it for tonight and for the WCC tournament 2018 version. What's next for BYU? We shall await and see on the weekend. Uh, the presumption is BYU's in decent shape for an NIT bid. We'll see if that comes to fruition on Sunday evening. So for tonight, our thanks to all those who made our broadcast possible. Our appreciation first and foremost, as always, to Cougar Nation. Thank you for tuning in wherever you were or are this evening. Back east, Carter, Carter Malloy is our control board operator. Mike Tingles, our network manager, and Dave Shook, our coordinating producer. Our BYU Broadcasting control board operators have been Cole Wissinger and Tanner Wilkinson. Our studio host, as always, Jason Shepard. Courtside, our statistician, Russ Larson. My color commentary colleague, Mark Durant. Our appreciation to intern Cam. Cam Schroth made the trip down here and helped us out with coverage here in Las Vegas. We appreciate him. To the two SIDs, the Basketball Media Relations Directors for BYU, Kyle Chilton and Gonzaga Barrett Henderson, our appreciation, as well to the coaches, Dave Rose, Tim Lacombe, and Brian Michelson for their pre- and post-game comments. So that's going to do it. For everybody, including Mark Durant, my color commentary colleague, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score is Ags 74, BYU 54, and you heard it all right here. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network, good night and so long from Las Vegas.